Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let's start with Cincinnati uh, and what was a, you know, I thought it was a great game. I know it was a little spotty. Didn't like the way it ended necessarily. And no problem with the call. Call has to be made. Anybody who argues that the fact that that call, and I'm rooting hard for the Bengals. I mean, that call has to be made. It was a blatant hit out of bounds. Uh, you know, it was a mistake. You know, I'm not going to, you know, exa- I'm not going to, we're not going to kill the guy for making it. Uh, he's a good player, the linebacker, but it was a late hit out of bounds. The officials have to call that. Uh, and, you know, listen, uh, since Cincinnati got a bad whistle, no argument there. They all they did all day. But here's what I would say if you're a Bengal fan, and this basically sums it up. If I told you that being uh, that having trailed 13-3 and 20 uh, to 13 with Kansas City driving in both scenarios, or at least one of them off a turnover first half, or then driving in half number two late in the third quarter. If I told you that you in those predicaments earlier in the game, if that you would get the ball not once but twice tied in the fourth quarter with that quarterback, you would have signed up for it. And if I would have told you any time in the fourth quarter, even after the snafu with the third nine play twice, if I would have told you in that quarter that at the end of the game with 50-something seconds, I think it's 52 seconds left, maybe it's 56, with 56 seconds to go, that you would have a first down at your own 33-yard line with two timeouts and, uh, and, and in a tie game, you would have signed up for that so fast and you would have said you know what Burrow's going to go down and kick the field goal we're going to win the game and not only didn't you get the field goal done you actually didn't even get the game overtime because if I told you with 56 seconds left that you would have the first down at your own 33 off the third and 16 completion at Hayden Hurst and that from that point on you'd lose the game in regulation you'd go crazy what what happened how is that possible so, I mean, the idea that Kansas City, you know, they, they, they did not call a block in the back. They played the third down twice, cost them a timeout. Uh, you know, the um, the uh, intentional grounding, couple of holds on Mahomes' runs. I mean, there was a late hit on Burrow they didn't call. I mean, if I, you know, again, they got a terrible whistle. And if you're a Bengal fan, it actually feels jobbed to begin with based on what happened there at the, uh, with the DeMar game, not getting that game resumed, not that it would have made any difference anyway, as it turns out, because they would have had to play at Kansas City regardless, but if I told you, uh, you know, the Bengal fans got raw feelings right now, he's a little market Cincinnati to begin with, they're not a huge franchise in the NFL Hicks, uh, history lexicon, and if I would have told you that, you know, and the, and the Bengal fan feels that, uh, you know, they've sort of, you know, the NFL's been out for him forever, but again, if I told you that you would have had a first down at your own 33 less than a minute and a couple timeouts, you would have thought you would have won the game. And that's where Cincinnati was in that spot there at the end. And they also had the ball prior to that with the first where, where, uh, in their own territory. Now, albeit deep in their own territory, but they had the football in their own hands. And they lost the game. And let's listen. I'm chiefed out. I can't take it anymore, and Romo makes it worse. But I, I'm chiefed out, and I, I, I've had it with it. I mean, and I hate this game. I hate the Super Bowl. Oh, I, I hate the matchup. I can't stand it. Uh, I, I'm chiefed out. Now, you know I'm not going to like the Eagles under any circumstances. Uh, but I, listen, you got to give Mahomes all the credit in the world. He gutted out that win. 
And despite the idea that Romo seems to think that the whole nation was debating Burrow and Mahomes' greatness last week and who was better. No, no they weren't. Who does, uh, you know, here's what Tony should do. Get off the, sh- the practice screen working on your awful skull chips and start paying attention to what America's talking about from a sports perspective. America was not talking about that last week. The sports fan last week was talking about how much Mahomes would be, you know, essentially compromised by a terrible high ankle sprain. Nobody was sitting here saying, well, you know what, now Mahomes is better. Nobody said, nobody anywhere in America last week said that Burrow is a better quarterback than Mahomes. I didn't hear it, and I talk to you guys every day. Hour upon hour upon hour. Nobody said that. But Mahomes yesterday, he did a wonderful job. I mean, you know, the Bengals had had his number, and he went out there, and obviously he, you know, I think he probably was tired of losing close games to him. I think in hindsight, if you looked at the game from a figuring that the game was going to go right down to the wire, which it did with these two teams, that maybe Kansas City, especially at home, was due to win one of these. I mean, that's probably the way you should have thought about it. They lost three close games in the last 13 months, and, you know, these things have a tendency to eat themselves out and yesterday was a case in point in a lot of ways I think you can explain a game as simply as that these are two even teams anything could have happened a bounce of the ball here a non-foul or a non-whistle there regardless these games are so tight and so close that you know sometimes if you've won it two or three in a row you're going to lose the next one and I think in a lot of ways that's kind of what happened to Cincinnati this game could have gone out of the way it, it turned out to go the uh, the chief way the other games could have gone the way too Remember, the game in a regular season, Kelsey fumbled, uh, you know, near midfield, you know, in a great spot. The game a few years ago, the, the game last year in overtime in the in the championship game, that game could have gone out of the way on three or four different occasions, despite Mahomes' poor performance in the second half. So there's nothing yesterday when you think about it. It wasn't like Cincinnati totally outplayed him. This was a dead-even game. And the officials, listen, I, I, I know everybody likes Ron Torbert. I mean, the officials had a rough day. I mean, let's call it like we see it. They had a rough day where, you know, they missed a, a blatant uh, push in the back, which should have been, and they call that all the time, and they didn't on the punt return. And if that play is called properly on a punt return, uh, you know, we we'll probably might be still playing. If that play is called properly, I did not like the intentional grounding, despite the fact that Kansas City, that Cincinnati got out of that anyway, because they got a first down. So I don't want to even scream too much about that. You know, late hits to the quarterback. I know Burrow moaned and groaned about not getting a call from that standpoint. He, you know, you could have called it. I guess there were some holds on the Mahomes, a uh, couple of his scrambles, which, you know, uh, you could call a hold on every single play. I didn't like the third and nine repeat anyway, but the official did blow his whistle before they snapped the ball and it was no harm no foul because Cincinnati got the ball back anyway in that sequence alright they used the timeout but th- that had nothing to do with them losing the game the fact that they lost the timeout on third and nine they lost this game because when they had their first down at the 33 yard line they threw a two yard they threw a two yard pass play and incomplete in a sack that's why they lost the game it's simple once they hunted the ball back to Kansas City you knew you were in trouble you knew it. Maybe not right then, but you knew Mahomes in that building in overtime when he's lost, you know, two championship games in his building in overtime, New England, then last year, that he may have he was gonna win one eventually. And I don't have a problem with the play with with the penalty on a late hit. That's a late hit. 
I'm not going to kill the player. I mean, you know, it's he was he was crushed enough. He had he could he was he was crushed in the locker room on the bench. I'm not going to go after him. I'm going to leave him alone. You know, that can happen. I've seen those, you know, it's it's an undisciplined play, but you know, he's it's a mistake, but you know, we're not going to spend 20 minutes here. That's not fair. That game was uh Cincinnati had their chances in that game. And in the other game, you know, I'll make it quick because there's not much to say. Uh, on the other game, there's two things I'm going to say about the other game. Number one, I was not that impressed with the Eagles. I know the Eagle fan right now, you know, wants to have a go crazy. The Eagles' first touchdown was a joke because Devontae Smith didn't catch it. And, you know, I hate the idea that you can, uh, you know, rush to the line of scrimmage before they have a chance to look at replay, especially when it's on the other sideline. Shanahan should have thrown the red flag. He didn't. But that fourth and three play, that was a clear ball hit the ground. And if that ball hits the ground, Philadelphia doesn't score their first touchdown. That's number one. Number two on their second touchdown at 7-7, you know, there was three penalties on that drive, two of which were on third down, which gave them automatic first downs. I mean, geez. Not to mention in the second half at 21-7 when they had the roughing the punter. But they had two penalties, three penalties on that drive. And then at 14-7, after a completion of Samuel to take it to the 40-yard line with a minute 30 to go, and the Niners having all their timeouts. I mean, Josh Johnson, um, their fourth-string quarterback, the ball hits him in the face mask. And that's all there is to it. So uh, I know the Eagle fan wants to think they dominated San Francisco. Uh, Not in my eyes, they didn't. Not in my eyes. I mean, the Niners played the game without a quarterback. That's just all there is. There's nothing else to say. Now, that injury was, you know, listen, it's a good play by Redick, uh, you know, and he, 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 he smashed into him. So that's a good job by Philly on that. But the bottom line is those plays happen all the time and players don't get hurt. And I'm not making Purdy out to be Joe Montana. But you want to play that game over again from that standpoint? And Purdy, who, you know, was four for four in his completions, but he couldn't throw the ball, as we all know. He threw two passes prior to that. Uh, interception. I mean, so if you're an Eagle fan taking bows, well, look at us, blah, blah, blah. Calm down. Calm down. This has been... Now, listen, I think they might beat the Chiefs, but if you want to be fair about it, this is the easiest slide in the history of NFL football. The Giants never belonged. Everybody knows that. And San Francisco played the game in the second half with a quarterback who could not throw the ball. Think about it for a minute. And Josh Johnson played the first half and he's their fourth string. Think about that. So let's say the Eagles had to play the game and the, and the first quarterback was hurt. So Hurts doesn't play. Minshew gets hurt. And just for good measure, we'll bench the third guy too. Let's see how they would have won. They, let's see how they would have done. So let's calm down if you're an Eagle fan. The idea we would have won anyway. You know, chances are you may have. But let's be honest. You got every break known to man. And I've had enough of Philadelphia anyway. Boy, am I going to root hard again. But see, I don't like the Chiefs either. So I'm dead. This game, to me, I am absolutely dead in this game. I can't stand it. I'm so three Super Bowls in four years. I, you know, Andy Reid, you know, basically downplaying everything. I guess we'll get Clark Hunt on this this year. Last year he blew us off because of that bad loss. So I guess this year we'll get Clark. He didn't come on last year in L.A., right? No. Uh, they lost the championship game, so no no place for Clark to go. Maybe this time Clark will pop in and say hello. Is that possible, Eddie? I would think so. I would think he'd like to come down and uh, rub elbows with you. Yeah, when he wins, we he likes to, to do that. Yeah, likes he's to back do out in front again. Yeah, he's in front. But the, but listen, the game means I can't take the game. I'm down in the game. And thank God the Niner game was not second, because how many people wanted to turn that TV off there at about five o'clock in the afternoon, waiting to six thirty, quarter to seven? 
And that pregame show on the field in Arrowhead, all five of them frozen. Masks, hats, poor Phil. He's an old guy. That green tea didn't help him there, I promise you. That Bigelow, whatever he drinks, that didn't help him in that spot. Didn't he you froze. like when they, when they put the Kansas City helmet on Phil via Snapchat? Oh, I didn't see that. I didn't see <laughs> that, did they? Poor Phil was frozen throughout the ball game. And I'll tell you, Tony Romo. Here's where, you know, and he never bad first half. But here's where I lost it with Tony. When he starts telling me that people before the 92 NBA final were comparing Clyde Drexler to Michael Jordan. Tony, Tony, what planet do you live on? Are you crazy? Jordan had already won a championship, was the MVP of the final when they beat the Lakers. That was championship number two. I mean, you could tell Nance wanted to say something, but he didn't. That was a bad one. When he starts going in that direction, I go to the mute button. God, I know the people in the old days turned off Cosell. Do they turn off Tony? I, I can't take him. He just And he wasn't bad in the first half. He actually had a pretty good first half. But he just wore me out. Every, and he never knocks anybody. Never. Every single play, on and on and on. Let that game breathe. I can see it. If you're an Eagle fan and your hope for Glendale is the marquee, try somebody else. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.